This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I am Dylan Hafer And I am Barry Rosenfeld How Hi. are you? <laughs> I realized, I, okay, so I I, um, I was making a HelloFresh recipe, <laughs> HelloFresh, friend of the pod, this is not part of an ad, but <laughs> I like, I had HelloFresh stuff in my fridge and I was like, let me, let me make one of these, not really realizing that we were recording in less oh. than the amount of time that it takes to make the recipe. Um, and so I like did all the prep. And then I started preheating the oven like right before we sat down to record so that when we finish recording, I'm making a barbecue flatbread. I can just like put the thing in the oven. But my my apartment smells good. Perks of working from home. Perks, but also downfalls. Because like you don't have to be organized at all. But then sometimes it's like, oh, if I had been a little bit organized, this would be more convenient. Right. You know who's not organized? Who? What? The deck crew. On below oh deck. <laughs> nice segue. Okay. Um, yeah, we didn't we didn't talk we didn't really recap Vanderpump Rules or Below Deck last week because we had Tom and Ariana on. Great episode. Which was Go an amazing, to it. amazing yeah, no, conversation. Honestly, when we knew that Tom and Ariana were coming into the office, we were kind of like, "That's fine. We can uh, we can skip a little bit of a week." Um, I have yes. to say, I. I think I enjoyed this week's Vanderpump Rules a little more than I have been lately. Thoroughly. Um, I even DM'd okay, Ariana good. and told her that I peed in my <laughs> peed in my pants watching the scene of oh, her when birthday. When Ariana took a tumble. Like the whole the whole scene, the whole birthday party was uh, based around her being like having like the best time ever of her life. She and did, like Yeah. I <laughs> I apl- honestly I kind of applaud Ariana for how much she is steering clear of this. Tom, Tom, and Katie drama because, like, obviously she has, I'm sure she has thoughts on it. She's, you know, it's not like she's never expressed an opinion on it, but, like, she is not letting her season get kind of bogged down in this storyline. But I do feel like this storyline, it's kind of been, like, you know, putzing along for most of the season. And this episode, I feel like we finally sort of reached... uh, climax moment of I almost shed Katie a tear. versus Sandoval. I know. It's like, it's on it. It's like okay, I so I have to say, I feel like after talking to Tom Sandoval last week, I have a little more of like a well-rounded opinion of this situation and of how it's being sort of portrayed on the show, but mm-hmm. I will say when he was talking to Katie at Tom Tom and he said the thing about how much money I've brought to your household, that really didn't sit right in my spirit. I also <laughs> I feel like, like you can't <sighs> hear that in a different context. Like, that's the only way we could have 
heard it. Right. And even if there is like some nugget of truth on some level to that, like obviously without both Toms, there wouldn't be this Tom Tom, you know, income stream. But so it's like Tom Sandoval does play a part in all of this money that they've been able to make. But it's just never, it's never cool to say something like that to someone. And also, even if you were correct, you can't expect somebody to hear that and be like, you're right, Tom. Thank you so much for the income of my household. Like, Katie would never just accept that. This fight between them should have never gotten to this point. Like, it just shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. And it's personal and it's business. But, like, Tom Sandoval's like, I lift people up. I give them hugs. And, like, he was like, you don't see that side of what I do with Schwartz. Like, you only see the other side. And, like, Katie's like, Katie is just, now it's hard with this argument because she's She's me. She's like speaking for Schwartz. I get she's defending him, but she's speaking like for him. And it's very complicated to like watch even. Yeah, they don't have uh, their own feelings. <laughs> but at the same time, I think Tom Schwartz has done a really horrible job of making Katie feel. There's my oven for the preheating's done. <laughs> He's done a really horrible job of making Katie feel heard and understood and valued. Mm-hmm. And later in the episode when Katie goes to talk to Lisa, I actually totally agree with Lisa Vanderpump in this situation where Katie is like telling herself that, you know, I just want Tom to treat me equally to Tom Sandoval. And Lisa's like, fuck that. You're his wife. He should be treating you better than Tom Sandoval. Like, I think Katie has sort of talked herself into this place where it's like, okay, as long as he treats me and Tom like equal partners, that's all I can hope for. And I do think in this situation, Lisa is giving her good advice that it's like, no, 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 no. These two have like their business together, but like, he's your husband. Like you are, you should be in first place. Right. I agree. Lisa was like, I will never compete with another man with for with like for my husband's attention. Like that it's me and my husband are equal. But like, I agree with the advice Lisa was giving to Katie, but I don't agree with the fact that Katie went to Lisa Uh, unless she was just going to like for someone to listen to her. But I don't know if that was how she wanted it to go. Like she was like, do you? Do you agree that they're ready to open a bar? Like, what? Why are you asking Lisa that? That's not, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. This to me is a very, the producers are telling us to go sit down yep. with each other because yep. we're on a TV show and we have to keep Lisa sort of in the loop somehow. The amount of meetings that have been at Villa Rosa this season. Oh my God. Yeah. Because they, I guess they can't really do that at the restaurants with the pandemic. It's harder to have yeah. this stuff going on. But, when Katie is like, you know, I hate to take up Lisa's time. She's so busy. And it's like, she, you're on her TV. She's filming. <laughs> like, we all, like, I, I, you know, that's one of those times where we've talked about how some shows are like more precious with the fourth wall than others. And it's like, it feels so transparent to be like, I hate to take up Lisa's time, but she's the only one I can think of who would have this context. And it's like, She's the she's the boss of the show. 
that you're they on. They also, this entire cast, we've said this forever, like, they treat her like the queen that she is. Like, she, like, and they're going to her <laughs> throne. Like, that's just how they are with her. I will say, when, so when I think about Lisa potentially coming back um, to Housewives at some point, I don't necessarily feel like I want or need that, at least not anytime soon. But then when we talk about Vanderpump Rules and like, are they going to do another season? Do we want that? Do we need that? It is strange to think about if Vanderpump Rules doesn't come back, then Lisa's just never on Bravo again. Like, that's yeah. a weird thought. Oh, wait. Um, and speaking of Beverly Hills, it, the production is on pause oh, right now. Yeah. So Garcelle announced she has COVID and reportedly... Erica and Lisa Rinna right. also have COVID. And so their production is down. They, I mean, season two of dealing with this, because last, never forget the scene of like Kyle shouting down from her balcony to Garcelle because they couldn't actually be in the same room yet. I, you know, it sucks that we're still having to deal with this, but yeah, you know, they worked through it last season and obviously it was still a great season. So. Hopefully everyone's feeling okay. I know. I don't know. It's scary, but... It is... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's not so much scary in the sense of like, you know, how how sick are people going to get? It's just like, it sucks that we still have to be on this like, merry-go-round of worrying about, you know, getting sick. Right. Um, but yeah, best best wishes to everyone best in wishes, Beverly Hills. Yes. We wish um, you all oh my the God. best. Should we wait? Oh my god! The scene when at the beginning of the episode when uh, James and Raquel were talking, and Raquel is like, "I just think we should have you know an engagement party, and I think we should have it outside of LA so everyone can just get a break." And it's like, first in any context, I don't want to go to your destination engagement party, <laughs> but especially now knowing that they are not still together, it's. Oh, I know God, it's, it's always so awkward on any show to have things in real time not be what it is on the show. And like now we know we're just going along with this for the ride. Like we're going to yeah. have to talk about their engagement and whatever else happens on the show, knowing that they're not together in real life right now. But the fact that you just guys this are on season, the ride with us. So and we're now doing that. We're suspending our disbelief with them and with Lala and Randall. And this week we have Lala hiring an assistant for Give Them Lala Beauty, and Randall's in the room the whole time while he's telling the applicants, I'm not involved with this. Lala's doing it all on her own. It's like, then go the fuck home. Why are you here? Also, though, when they like that girl, which they say her name in the next episode, so we know she, they, she hires her, but she, that Jessica, Randall was like, if you don't take her, I take her. And then they went to, a, they did a, like, they went to Lala's confessional and she was like, ugh. And I was like, oh my God, the foreshadowing is so great on this show. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. 
When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honeylove honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around, the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe, and you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot What do you think about the uh, interview tactic of asking somebody if they've heard of your brand and canceling them out if they haven't? First thing I thought of. Yeah. Because to me, give them like, give them Lala Beauty. I believe, sure, I believe Lala that she is making money off of it, I guess. But it's not a brand that is so huge that if you're kind of you know, just going about your life, everybody's heard of it. So to me, it's kind of like if they did their research for the interview, then that's about as much as you can expect. Right. Well, there. So there's two sides to this because they're they're interviewing to be her personal assistant and give them Lala is just an aspect of that. So like she said, do you have you heard of the brand before? And some people were like, I've heard of you, but so number one, it's always best to research and be prepared for your interview. But on the other side, the role is also a learning experience and you can learn about the business from the beginning. So I don't think Xing them out right away would be like the best thing, but it looks like this girl knows that she did go with, knows what she's doing and is maybe the best um, person. I have no idea was not in the room. But also it's like, let's be real, 95% of the people who have heard of Give Them Lala Beauty are just the people who watch Vanderpump Rules. Right. So it's kind of funny because it's like, are you penalizing them for not watching your TV show? Because I would think <laughs> that might be kind of a good thing. Because then at least they're not going to be, you know, coming to work and being like, have you talked exactly. to James lately? Exactly. A lot of people actually prefer people who don't know who they are, like have never like heard right. of them in that sense. They just want to, are looking for a job and want to, and are good at being that but it's the anyway. same thing of like don't you don't fuck fans like it's and like well, employing fans is probably the same thing I oh mean, like, i guess we're on two different pages for that no i feel like we're on the <laughs> same page that like it's Why can't you preferable fuck your fan? 
Like, you can, but it can get messy. You know, because if, there's, if somebody yeah. is, you know, if somebody is, like, mostly into you because they know, like, what you have going on, and then it goes right. wrong, it, you know, it just can be a messy situation. Whereas if it's just some guy, they're not going to be, like, you know, commenting on your shit. Right. I don't um, know. There's there's a large list of celebrities who have actually married their fans, and Matt Damon is one of them that I know off the top of my head, and I think Matthew McConaughey, I think, but yeah, it's actually a fun list. There are people who just marry and date each other who I are mean, like le- that. But let's be clear, like, if you're listening to this podcast and you're a fan of mine and you're, like, an eligible bachelor, right? do slide into my DMs. I'm yeah, not see, saying I would, you know, that's not necessarily a role for me, but... And to be honest, <laughs> I am i don't think and I, I would have anyone listening to this who would want to date me because, like, I don't think that many... If you're a straight men, man yeah, str- over yeah. the age of 30... <laughs> straight men are listening to this, but... If you are, we will have something in common. So that's fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> I always, honestly, I always think about that. How for, like, as a as a gay man, it's not that hard to find another guy who, like, watches Bravo or likes right. theater or anything like that. I'm like, if I, wow, like, straight women have it rough. Because all, we get <laughs> yeah, so many comments do. on the Instagram and stuff that are like, my husband hates when I watch Bravo. And I'm like, wow, that really, that sucks for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it is how very do, true how do you make it work <laughs> i'm still figuring know. that out um they're like my husband will only watch below deck and i'm like I okay mean, wait so below, I like deck below deck but is like statistically i think the most watched i made up that statistic but i think statistically no, the most watched by straight men oh i think that's totally true and i mean Let's be clear, Below Deck is one of the highest rated shows on Bravo, period. But I do hear, you know, so many people are like, oh, my husband won't watch Housewives, but Below Deck he's into because it's like about a boat. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's quote unquote about a boat, even though it's mostly about like who's hooking up and who's, you know, messing up the dinner service. Um, But this, (laughs) I don't know, this season of Below Deck, I feel like is... I don't know. Uh, the vibes are a little weird right now. We have a few more tidbits of this episode of VPR okay, before yeah, we want to yeah, just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. slide getting... down that slide to below <laughs> deck. My it's segues are killing it today. Um, okay, so I mean, the main thing that we have to discuss with Vanderpump Rules still is this big confrontation that's going to happen between the Toms. I want to ask you how you feel. Yes. Because after this blow up with Tom and Katie, like they have almost like a warm up session of Katie prepping Tom of what to say again to defend her, to defend his wife. I think Katie is 100% warranted in wanting Schwartz to say something to Sandoval because Mm -hmm. I do think he has been disrespectful to her and disrespectful to Tom and Katie's relationship because it seems like he has this idea that Tom Schwartz doesn't actually really give that much of a shit about Katie and he can you know he's basically shit talking his wife to him mm-hmm. and you know when they go aside at the birthday party and even Schwartz is kind of like ah like we got to you got to be careful with that because it's a lot and so i think Katie is totally in the right but at the same time i think Schwartz i 
I don't think he really, he, he, he's kind of scared of Tom Sandoval, it seems like. And, you know, it's not that he is scared to say something in the first place, but that it's like he doesn't really stand by his convictions. And so it's like, he'll be like, you got to be nicer to Katie. And then when Tom Sandoval starts to flip out, he's like, I know, I know, she's a bitch, she sucks, all this stuff. And it's like, no, no, no. If the point of the conversation is to say, treat my wife better, you can't like waver on that when Tom Sandoval starts to like give his talking points because you know he still needs to treat your wife better. That doesn't right. change just because Tom Sandoval wants to hear himself talk. When Tom was getting ready and rode his bike and had his Bubba <laughs> necklace on, and the background music was Katie like replaying in his head, I was like, "This is funny. <laughs> like this is very funny." But again, it's like they're making a joke out of it, and it's like a it's like serious because it affects their business but the fact is that when tom said that tom sandoval says that he looks at their friendship as a brand basically and tom schwartz was like but it's not a brand like we we're it's our friendship and then we have a business together like our you're combining the two i like understood what tom sandoval was saying because like it's like tom and tom like they they go hand in hand almost but it does have to be separated and when they made like that pact of them like not hanging out like or making their hangouts that aren't business involved to a bare minimum i was like oh my god is this the downfall of schwartz and sandy's in real life The thing for me is that I don't think Sandoval is wrong to say our friendship is a brand at this point. You know, when they when they go out, everybody knows them as, you know, Tom and Tom, right. and they're doing cameos together, and they're doing events together, and appearances, and cocktail classes, and, you know, all of this stuff. Um, but I think by sort of drawing this line in the sand and saying, look, we can still do our business shit together, but we shouldn't hang out that much... He's basically saying, I don't, you're telling me to treat Katie with more respect, and I would rather not see her at all than be on better terms with her when I do see her. So he's like, to me, that is kind of, it's kind of shitty because he's essentially saying, okay, like, I'm not going to let this affect our business stuff, but I don't actually want to treat your wife with more respect. So it's better that I just don't see her. And it's like, I mean, you don't have to be friend like they don't have to be besties, but right. it's it's kind of sad to me that Sandoval can't just be like, "Yeah, sorry, I'll lay off." If right, she's not, they have be- to be in each other's lives like for a long right. time. Right, and if if they're if everyone is accepting at this point that Katie's not going to be involved in this new bar, that was theoretically the main reason why they weren't getting along. So it's like, why can't you just be like, "Okay, we'll be cool." And like, just kind of keep our distance. It's it's kind of weird to me that Sandoval has to make this distinction when it's like, you can still be friends. It's not that big of a deal. Well, Ariana's like, will you guys come to dinner for my birthday tomorrow? Just the four of us. And Katie's like, no. Like, that's that's not going to happen. I felt bad because like Katie and Ariana were on very two different pages. Like Katie was not yeah. as intoxicated as Ariana was. But like... I don't know. It's weird because even next episode, like you see them together and Tom Schwartz is like uncomfortable. He's like, I've never like had this like barrier between our friendship and the barrier being his wife. 
Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And to the high seas we go. To the high, to the high seas we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, the deck crew is just continuing to have these little, it's just like, Every charter, it feels like there are two or three kind of, you know, sloppy mistakes or just being forgetful or like the the deck isn't, you know, wiped down well enough. Just easy kind of throwaway yeah. mistakes that are piling up. And it really feels like this season, they just can't make it click. And, you know, Captain Lee is starting to get to the point where he, I think, is rightfully frustrated I don't know. I think I think so too, but at the same time it's like all these things that keep going wrong and then like and then Captain Lee and Eddie like are debriefing always. It's like almost it's so repetitive to the point where it's like someone do something. Stop like threatening every time. Be like, "Oh, I'm going to have someone's ass." F- figure out the problem and like tell maybe Jake isn't ready for this role. Like I don't there it looks like it can be or Eddie needs to be like outside more. And I know that's not his position, but like maybe he should be more like involved to Yeah catch the mistakes there needs to be less arguing in front of guests because that's yeah. awkward af i do think that wes's management style over uh or sorry jake's Ra- jake's management style over wes and reyna doesn't seem that effective no. and i think it's one thing you know if he had started out going a certain way and then when he saw that Reyna wasn't responding well to it to kind of adjust but it seems like now it's been a few weeks where they the way he's communicating with Reyna clearly isn't working for her Mm -hmm. and he rather than trying to kind of get on the same page with her just goes to Eddie and is like she won't listen to anything I say she's being disrespectful and you know I think Eddie kind of he is in a tough spot getting information from from Jake and from Reyna, but I do think he's kind of falling on the side of, you know, being like, okay, so Jake said this, so Reyna, what's the problem? 
And I, I understand why Reyna feels frustrated and like all this shit is kind of piling up and she's not really being valued. I, I feel like the few conversations in this episode that Reyna had with Eddie were good. I feel like Eddie kind of did. And especially the last one when she went like back in his room and apologized and like they were really talking and he kept like giving her positive reinforcements. Like you're doing great. You're doing good. Like, you know. But then she was like, he still doesn't get it. But it's like, what doesn't he get? That that was a little confusing for me. It's like, well, then let him know like what the problem is. I get it. I mean, I guess she. how many times can she say she doesn't like Jake and he's an asshole. But at the same time, like, how can we fix this? That whole episode, I was like, what can we do? How can oh, we fix I mean, this? I totally understood when she was like, he doesn't get it. Because I think he just, it feels like he's kind of telling her He's, like, saying the right things to her in the moment of, like, okay, I need you to calm down and get out of my mm-hmm. room, basically. But, like... <gasps> no. No, I mean... But that, it's, like, you're saying... It's, like, what can I say to her to make her be... Like, go away, basically. You're You're telling her what she needs to hear in the moment, but it doesn't actually feel like there's any real, you know, change that's going to happen or, like, you know... Eddie's not going to talk to Jake in any sort of like meaningful way about what's going on on his crew. Um, And then I think, you know, you can't discount the fact that as a black woman in this predominantly white space, she's already feeling, you know, in this whole industry, she already feels kind of like an other. And then, you know, she has these two white men that are like her superiors on the crew that she feels like she's not really being heard and understood. And then you have on top of that, all this whole situation with Heather apparently saying the N word, which is like, so, so like absurdly cringy. And I just don't, it's like, I don't even know how to process that because it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, and then Heather's response is immediately to just be like, well, I didn't say it. And it's like, okay, well there's, video yeah like she it it was very bizarre but she almost she like repeated what reina said without like realizing what she like I, it was like no you can't say that you can't like repeat what she's saying like that's not okay and then rain good for reina for like saying something and she you could tell she like was like um i shouldn't have to be the one to tell you that you shouldn't say this but it was she, yeah well i think it was like because Reyna, we didn't hear, I don't think we heard Heather say it in the in the kitchen when they were like singing the song, but Reyna was like, you said it now and I heard you say it earlier and they had the video from earlier and it was like Reyna had heard it at the time and I think she really, because she feels so like the other in this space, she already feels like, oh, I don't want to make a scene. I don't want to be the one to make you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And even as she's bringing it up to Heather, she's like, I still love you. Just know that like other people probably don't want you to say that. And I really felt for her in that moment because Mm -hmm. it's like, she clearly already feels, you know, sort of pushed to the side and is like so hesitant to even bring, bring it up at all, let alone to make it seem like she's, upset by it and it's like that's literally like the most upsetting thing i can think of to have you know to be in that position and to have your coworker who is like friendly with you using that word so casually and it's like 
she should be upset by that. And like Absolutely. everybody else should be too. And she put, po- you know, Heather posted like an apology on social media and it's just kind of like, what? like, okay, but you still are like denying it. And I don't know. And then Raina also brought it up to like Fraser, who was even like, wait, what? When did she say that? And then she also told Eddie, like, agree with you. You can tell she was like kind of letting people know. So she wasn't the only one that like was aware of it. And Eddie was like, oh, I didn't hear it. And I was in the car. And Raina was like, she didn't say it in the car. We weren't in the car. Right. Like, I think it's it's tough because obviously it's an uncomfortable situation. I wouldn't want to be in... I mean, I wouldn't want to be, like, working on a boat to begin with, but, like, I definitely wouldn't want to be, you know, it's not fun information to be confronted with, but it is very telling that the first response is, oh, well, I didn't hear it. So, like, if you say that, you know, cool, like, I support you, that sounds bad, but, like, I wasn't involved. It's like, I don't know, uh, I can't really. And it's like, that should be something where the whole everybody on the boat should be should have strong feelings about that because it's a big deal. Yeah. Um but I don't know. I mean like I just I Reina hasn't been my favorite this whole season. Like I've kind of gone back and forth on how I feel about, you know, her dynamic with Jake and all this stuff, but this episode I really just, you know, I I just like felt bad that it just fucking sucks that she is in this position where from multiple different angles, she feels like she's not being heard. She's not being respected. Um, and it's, it's just like, it sucks. Yeah. We love Raina. I don't know. But, but aside from all that, the one who's actually seemingly the most miserable on the boat <laughs> is Jessica. <laughs> and she's um, not being quiet about it either. No, she really, um, Okay, she, but your boss and coworker talking shit about you in front of you is quite awkward. Oh, I totally agree. I think the last time we talked about Below Deck was a couple weeks ago, and I feel like we talked about this then, that it was kind of unprofessional for Heather to be talking about Jessica with Frasier. And that has only continued. And, you know, last week, Frasier got put on laundry, and right away, the laundry room was great. And, you know, that's good that he did a good job, but also it's like, it's in stark contrast of like, Frazier, you did such a good job with the laundry. It's so much better than when Jessica was doing it. Like, it feels yeah. so... If, like, even if Jessica is not pulling her weight and she should be doing better, how could you not feel defeated in that position when all you're hearing all day is like, this sucks because Jessica did it. This is great because Frazier did it. And it's like, there's never any deviation from that it's always like oh well this shouldn't look like this jessica this is you're too slow jessica this looks wrong jessica and you know she probably isn't an amazing stew but also it's like that's not a very you know yeah when they walked when they walked into the pantry and heather was like with her arms out she was like this shouldn't be like this. Like, how can I work on this <laughs> while the dishes are here? Like, this is just my expectations. Like, I'm sorry. I would be nauseous if someone spoke to me that way, too. So I, yeah, I'm i on Team Jessica. <laughs> I do feel like Heather, she presents her feedback in, I would say, not a very constructive way. That I feel like we've, you know, she says that, you know, training day is over, which, yeah, sure. But do you want her to... Do you want her to do a good job or not? And I feel like the way to walk into that space would be, 
hey, so like um, when you're doing this, just try to keep it like a little more, you know, if you don't mind, could you just make sure to like throw this stuff away? Or it it's helpful if you tidy this stuff first. Like you can be giving more kind of like thoughtful advice on how to do better versus saying like, this can't look like this. You're not pulling your weight. It has to be better. You know, like telling somebody to do better at their job is not very helpful unless there's like a specific, you know, she could pinpoint specific things that Jessica could improve upon. But I think Jessica feels like she's just getting told 24 seven that she's not doing a good job. And even if that's true, nobody wants to hear that. And that doesn't inspire anyone to all of a sudden do a good job. Right. So, and then she was like, well, this is my last time being a fucking stew anyway. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) Jessica. Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) the only thing that concerns me for her is I I get that she doesn't really give a shit, but they're only halfway through the season. So if she's not planning on quitting, um, it's not going to get more fun for her if she doesn't kind of pick up the pace a little bit. But yeah, I don't blame her for not really giving a shit. Put on a show. Stew like, face. Stew face. <laughs> yeah. It's like do it's because you're just gonna it's, it's just gonna be miserable for yourself too. So hi. These I wanna work on one charter. I really do. I just wanna work one okay. charter to see how yeah. it is in real life. It's my dream. Yeah. Then I get that. Like I it would it could be fun if it was like extremely temporary and you knew that. Right, it, like, like for I, them, it's their it's their job. Yeah, which they well, can always change. Even, <laughs> yeah, you know, but it's like even this one season, it's like eight weeks. It's like, oh my god, I'm just tired thinking about it. Oh, well, <sighs> we have a while to go. A while to go. Um, yeah, but we're. I don't know. It'll be fun. We're gonna be. I, I can't believe Miami is happening so soon. Wait, so season one is, or season two is on today. It's just oh, yeah. like running, which is season like two. It's a super it's a good fun. one. She, super who beat, fun. She beat me to the tweet. <laughs> um, it's so oh funny to see. God. I just can't with. It's just funny to me that Larsa was on the beginning. Like it's it's I know. a it wild so ride. Real. <laughs> well, we will this be we will be talking about it on Thursday along with Orange County, which I'm sure is going to be a whole bundle of fun. Uh, so don't forget to rate, review, and follow the podcast uh, so you get that little episode in in your inbox, hot off the presses. Um, <laughs> thanks so much for listening, everyone, and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.